Hey everyone, welcome to Sincerely Yours, Jan, and of course, it's Jan, your host. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast and for today's topic, let's talk about the school system. I've always believed that the higher your grades are, the more successful you'll be in the future. But real life professional experience and looking at some of the well-known CEOs experiences proved me wrong. In fact, the school system sucks. I hope I don't get misunderstood here. By no means I am encouraging students to not study well. This podcast is about highlighting the flaws of the school system but you know it's something out of our control because it'll take huge efforts and long debates before we can see a change in our school system i also don't want to sound ungrateful because i'd say that my teachers really played a big part in my learning and they taught me the importance of gmrc (laughs) good manners and right conduct so let's start off by thinking about this example assuming that i'm the school system and bolt my dog is the student you know I teach him how to fly, I force him to learn that skill. And if he fails, I punish him. I give him a failing grade. So then Bolt will try his hardest to fly. He'll spend countless hours learning this skill, but in fact, he'll never learn it. He'll never be successful because he is not meant to do that. He is meant to run and play and be human's best friend. He might live his whole life believing that he is stupid. The sad truth is most of us are like Bolt. School forces us to become someone we are not. We feel like our efforts are not enough because it's not reflected upon our grades. School doesn't allow us to find our gifts. It's killing creativity and our imagination. We're almost like robots. School punishes us for being wrong. But in fact, being wrong and making mistakes is how we all learn and how we can fully explore our potential. In the real world, it's trial and error. We should be encouraged to make mistakes and learn from them. But in school, if you get a failing mark, there's a connotation that you are dumb or you are lazy. But what if you're not good in memorizing, but your strength lies in a different thing? So in school, we memorize a lot of stuff, right? But after two days, you forget about it. So where is the so-called learning there? I was wasting my time memorizing that I won't even remember it in two days. You know, my brother believed that he's dumb because he's not good at memorizing a whole book for his exams, nor he's good at comprehending mathematical situations that he'll probably never use in real life. But damn, my brother cooks so well. My brother knows how to run a kitchen. And at a very young age, he knows how to deal with his finances and purchase a car of his own. And as soon as he hits 18, he opened up a credit card by himself. Yeah, he dealt with the bank by himself. These things were never taught in school. When I was at that age, I didn't know how to do any of that. I remember an old friend who's failing his classes, but is an exceptional musician and an artist. So maybe school is not for everyone. The school system is only a memory test. There's no room for creative thinking, for talent. Tests should not have a right answer which the student has memorized the night before their exam. Instead, students must be stimulated to use their creativity, their intelligence, to find out the right answer and receive feedback to see if they're on the right track. In the real professional world, that's how it works. Children start school as young artists. Each one has a dream, a strength, and talent, but leave university as someone who thinks success is defined by good grades and how much you can earn. School kills imagination 
imaginations. It kills dreams. After high school, many students feel lost. They don't know where to go, what to do. As many as 50 to 75% of all students change majors at least one time before earning a degree. But they've already spent more than 10 years in school. How come they still don't know which program to take? I should say we because I belong to that 50 to 75%. This is exactly why the school system failed. Many of us don't know how to deal with banks, perhaps even renting a place. Our parents do it for us. But think about this, guys. Do you remember the first iPhone? The first car that has ever been built? Do you remember Friendster? All of those things have evolved so much. We have the iPhone 12 and Tesla and Facebook, Instagram. But guess what? The school system remains the same. The classroom setup is very similar to what it was 20 years ago. I thought students are going to school because we are the future. We have to be ready for that. But why is our educational system stuck in the past. The world has progressed so much. Gone are those days when employees work as if they were machines. We need people who think creatively and critically. It's so frustrating that everything is measured by grades. We are walking GPAs. What for though? Companies nowadays are not looking for straight A's. They are looking for someone with soft skills, someone who is willing to adapt to change, someone who has the confidence in their abilities and the value they can add to the company, someone who thinks critically and creatively, someone who knows how to collaborate with peers and voice out their valuable opinions. In a classroom setting, there's one teacher, then there's 20 students with different strengths, weaknesses, needs, different dreams, but are taught the same thing. Education is approached as a mass production, instead of recognizing and valuing that every person is unique. So in business terms, if you want your company to be successful in the global market, you have to diversify, meaning you have to customize your products according to local preferences. You can't standardize because each person has unique tastes and if you do a mass production, you are setting yourself up for failure. It's the same with the school system. They should never treat students as a one-size-fits-all. Another issue with the educational system is that they are not being fair to their employees. Teachers have the most important job. Definitely not easy, yet a lot of them are underpaid. Many teachers go above and beyond and I know that because my mom is an educator. At this point, making an impact in her students' lives is more important than what she's earning. I believe that teachers should earn just as much as doctors. And if we actually come to think about it, like why are the richest people in the world school dropouts? Like for example, Bill Gates and Elon from Tesla. Actually, on an interview, Elon said that he thinks college is basically for fun and to prove that you can do your chores, but they're not for learning. The main value of college he said, is to be found improving discipline by completing annoying homework and assignments and in hanging around with people of the same age before entering the workforce. And he also said that he doesn't consider going to college as an evidence of exceptional ability. It's crazy because we were made to think that a number on our transcript will determine success. We think that the standardized multiple choice questions will determine our future, which is crazy. So just to give you my background here, 
you know, I grew up in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, but we followed the uh, Philippine curriculum. I was given the impression that school is about competition, being on top of the class, getting straight A's. My classmates who suck at answering quizzes and grades that are below 75 are not smart. That's the impression that I was given with, right? I had no grade below 90. I aced my bio and math exams and I won Quizbees. So I'm like, you know what? I'm good to go. I'll be successful as fuck after 10 years because we were taught that success depends on your grades. And by the way, I'm not saying this to brag about my academic achievements. This is only to lay out the fact that these grades really did not mean that much in my job. And I wish I did not stress over my grades. So I went back to the Philippines and studied in the University of the Philippines, apparently one of the most prestigious schools. It's like Harvard. Hands down to all the students studying there, very bright and very smart people. However, the school system is even worse. I love how they fight for human rights and become voices of the oppressed. That's a really good thing about them. However, it's so tough to pass some of the classes. Other students would have to repeat a class two or three times, and it's such a relief when you get a passing grade. Students are desperate to pass, like they don't sleep, they'll do anything to pass their classes. Some students' anxiety levels are up high, some get depressed, and some do not make it. Is that the so-called learning? Is that how it's supposed to be? I remember a friend of mine told me that she had to use connections to pass her classes. So apart from learning, there's some politics going on too. Anyway, I survived that year in UP. You know, I passed all my classes except for that Albert Einstein math class that I'll probably never use in the real world. Then fast forward, I moved here in Canada. I was surprised by how different the educational system is. You know, less homeworks, less pressure. Teachers are paid well. They offer classes for photography, programming, music, arts, and dance. They have programs that cater to all talents and skills. But I wouldn't say they have the greatest school system just because at the end of the day, it's all about grades. In university, I felt so lost. I didn't know what I was going to do because I failed practical tests for my pre-med classes. I thought I wanted to be a doctor. Then I switched to a math program called actuarial math and learned some real life actuary work and then I realized it's not for me as well. Then while I was studying, I'm working in the sales industry, very business focused and I learned a lot, probably things that I would have never learned in school like negotiation skills, soft skills, confidence, building rapport and navigating through some technology that major players in the industry use that I probably would never have a glimpse of in school. I realized that I also love supporting my peers for us to succeed together. I also worked in a movie theater, which is usually a job for high school students, so nothing big, but I got the chance to be a part of the hiring and training team, and I love it. I got to interview young people and train them, so I finally decided to pursue a marketing and human resources program. I remember I took a class where the final exam is about thinking of a new product that you would have to pitch into investors. It has to be a product that would benefit the environment, the company, the people, so on, so forth. It has to be profitable. I answered a weird as fuck product and I thought I'll fail that finals because who the fuck would answer this on an exam? At that time, I'm worrying that my professor would think that I'm joking around. I said, smart flying shoes that tracks your activity, saves travel time. Anyway, I came up with a business plan that explains why 
why it's profitable and how it's going to benefit the company, the environment, and the people. And holy shit, that worked. I did well on that final exam. And I got a note from my professor. He said that he appreciates my creativity. And it was the whole point of the exam. He said, remember innovation starts with weird ideas. I'm going to say that again. Innovation starts with weird ideas. I feel so lucky to have come across a professor who values creativity. He totally changed my perspective. You see, guys, I do not have faith in the school system, but I do have faith in students and teachers and professors. The school system made us a bunch of students desperate for good grades. Don't get me wrong, the educational system sucks, but I'm not saying that learning is not important. Learning will be more efficient if the educational system changes and evolves as much as the world does. I wish the school system gave every talent, every gift an equal chance so that Bolt would never have to be forced to fly. Sincerely yours, Jan. Till next episode, thanks so much for listening.